0: Hey, everybody, it's Ron from the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast Network here to talk to you today about SpinWiz Comics. SpinWizComics.com is an indie comics discovery platform. It's designed to help comic book readers find new content with over 60 publishers and over 400 different comic titles to choose from and growing every week. Most of the content right now is free to read, but there are options available to purchase PDFs and support creators you read the most. And right now, as part of the promotion, IB Comics is offering the first four issues of Grace, free to read. And for all you music fans out there, the first 28 pages of Legba's Juke Joint Volume One. You can read all of these for free at spinwizcomics.com. So if you're a content creator out there, check it out. It's a no-hassle platform whose core goal is to help with awareness to essentially take your comic book and put it out there for new readers. It's as easy as uploading a couple of PDFs, toss them into a Dropbox or Google, and within a day, your stuff will be online and available for purchase or for new readers to check out. SpinWizComics.com. Check it out today. Direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios, honey. This is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat Ron Mills. Woo, mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right everybody and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis podcast here with your host today, Chris
1: there, Mike Eastman,
0: and I'm Ron Mills. Hey guys, we're back uh, in the beautiful California cabana here, poolside at IB Studios, uh, enjoying um, enjoying another day. It's it's the first time that Chris and I have been in the same room together probably s- since maybe out of March. March? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is crazy because it's like we, we were like a married couple up through. Uh,
2: Seriously.
0: Yeah. It was like we spent from the first of January through the last week of February, we spent uh, three trips to, or two trips together. Yes. And mo- and like basically we saw each other like almost uh, every week.
2: We haven't spooned once. No. Since this whole thing began. No. And I think that's, that's the real uh, cost <laughs> of this. <laughs> that's the real
1: tragedy.
0: You know.
2: <laughs>
1: well, how mean, do you like uh, Grizzly Adams Ron right now? I like it, you know?
0: Uh, This Um, is nothing. You guys should have seen me last week when I was camping. Like, I went full Papa Smurf. Oh, yeah. It it had gotten really bushy on the underneath and on the bottom. Like, I don't know how you guys keep these things up. Like, I've had it for six months, and the only reason I like it is because the wife likes it.
2: Oh, well. I mean, uh, really, if you just get the clippers and you put it on a certain setting, it's just
0: done. I just I think you forget that I'm Hungarian and I grow. Well, you do
2: it once a day.
0: I, I mean, <laughs> multiple times a day of shaving is already hard enough as it is. It's like adding this to the the mix. But it's easier than shaving your face. Is it though? Yes. It is. Yes.
2: Because <laughs> I'm at that point now where I'm shaving like every other day and I feel shaggy every other day. I mean, I'm not Nandor or anything, but.
0: <laughs> but uh, <you> know. <laughs> I'm like bat, <laughs> so, um, but yeah. And uh, Mike, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Multiple episodes out of Mike Eastman. All in-
1: right. Well, once theater has been shut down, I'm available to podcast again.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's um, it's all sorts of good stuff. I was hoping today would be our first day of recording the Mike, Mike and Mickey podcast, but uh, he, uh, Jones had a uh, event. Uh, he had a honeydew today, so I guess we'll jump onto that next weekend.
1: He's building a Ferris wheel, I guess.
0: Is that what he said? No, but I just, I know <laughs> their household and. No, they're searching for ghosts.
2: They're looking for, to bring some home. It just didn't work every time they went to the haunted mansion. So oh, Jesus. They're trying to bring their own
0: home to their own haunted house. Uh, by the way, I love that out of everything you're going to build in your backyard, he built an Alice in Wonderland backyard, which I'm like, why not build like a good Disney movie in right. our backyard? <laughs> <laughs> so haven't checked it out yet um we've got <clears throat> two new shows that we've put out season one of fix it in the mix is already in the can you can listen to all uh, 12 episodes uh, th- uh through the nerd life crisis network uh also, uh, My Life As, uh, our new podcast, uh, season one, is currently being uh, dropped. Um, it's not a long season. It's not as long as uh, Fix It, mostly because of the pandemic. So uh, right. we weren't able to get as many episodes of that in the can, but we were tired of holding them, so we finally released them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can check that out. Um, a lot of really fun. The last episode I just did, uh, uh, we'd, uh, we interviewed a puppeteer, um, uh, my friend Aretta, who has done all sorts of amazing stuff, uh, including uh, uh, getting a personal written note from Frank Oz and doing Jim Henson puppeteering stuff. So Damn. really, really cool and interesting story that she tells. A um, lot of fun. Uh, the next episode coming up, uh, I talked to, uh, a, uh, a rapper, uh, what it's like to be a rapper, uh, specifically...
2: Like Twix? No, or- uh, uh, <laughs> uh a,
0: a gentleman named Devon Glover, uh, who goes by, uh, he's got two rapper names, but the one that I connected with is he's the sonnet man, uh, so he basically reaches okay. into Shakespeare's, uh, sonnets and turns them into modernized raps, and, yeah. uh, yeah, cool. like, really interesting stuff, like, dude's been on, like, Good Morning America and, like, all sorts of stuff, so, uh, but cool. a really different outlook at, you know, you know, we're just interviewing people, yeah. you know, and then after that, uh, I talked to uh, a, a biologist uh, through uh, the local college, and then I talked to a weed sales, uh, wholesale weed salesman. So sweet, yeah, it's like all sorts of fun stuff coming up on the uh, my life as. So, uh, but then coming soon, uh, Mike, 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 we got Mike, Mike, and Mickey. You'll be premiering. Uh, I cannot wait for this, by the way. I I think it'll be either glorious or a freaking train wreck. So, Uh, yeah. Either
1: way, you're going to want to watch it. Well, listen to it. Listen to
0: it. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, uh, we we got all sorts of good stuff coming. And then I've been working on uh, doing something fun that I haven't told Chris about yet. um, But. Oh. I've been editing old clips from the old shows, like funny stories, uh, along with video. Uh, so we oh. can post them on the YouTube page. Uh, those will be – I probably will start dropping those uh, at the end of September, uh, going cool. in October, uh, because we've got 120-something episodes worth of uh, content, you know. Yes, we Actually, do. it's like 140 episodes, so. Um, yeah. We're coming for you, Simpsons. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, moving on um, – Hey, so I would say, what's everyone been up to? But I already know the answer to that question, so... <laughs> a
2: whole lot of sitting. Yeah, yeah. Drawing. A lot of drawing. That's good. Um, trying to... And a lot of music. You know, I, I think since the shutdown, I've probably written and recorded uh, 50 different songs. Yeah? It's um, a good time for blues? Y- well, you know. Um, yeah, no, I, I finished uh, three albums that had been sitting unfinished in that time as well. Okay. So, yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been a bonanza of of creativity for me. I was
0: like, and you watched Bonanza? And that's I amazing. Watched, <laughs>
2: and yes, Hoss, I
0: did. <laughs> that's a lot
2: of seasons right there. A lot of seasons.
0: That's one of those ones that's like Doctor <laughs> Who. You got lots of deep cuts there. Yes. So, yes. Uh, But, yeah, so anyways, let's uh, let's catch up with uh, what's been going on in the world. Uh, so big news over our last week. They announced that uh, they're finally going to do a third Tron movie, but they're going to do it with Jared Leto as the lead.
2: I mean, only thing that could make it better is if he played opposite Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) That's the only thing that would make that any
0: better. Uh, Well, I mean, Shia LaBeouf he he's he's got his own set of problems right now, so you know he's got that that tattoo for a really bad movie. (laughs) Oh, I don't think that movie looks
2: bad. I mean, that I'm hearing the buzz is it's terrible.
0: Oh, is it really? Yeah. How? Oh, yeah. How is it all the, no people've already seen that movie?
2: I think. I someone was posting that it was it was a waste of money. Isn't it out on uh, Netflix or whatever? I don't, so. I don't think it's come out yet. Oh, well then isn't it the tax collector or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody was posting it was awful.
0: Oh, that's that's kind of heartbreaking cuz like when you get like a full chest tattoo just yeah. for a part in a movie.
2: <laughs> it kind of feels like an excuse to me. It kind of feels like he wanted to go there anyway. And uh, this just kind of gave him the the excuse to do it. He's, okay, he's one of those wacky actors. He is way into his shit.
1: Like he he must have been rewatching those just do it movies and <laughs> went crazy with it. Well, I watched uh, Honey Boy, which was uh, you know his piece that he wrote about himself. Really? Yeah, about like his dad and the relationship that his dad had with them. Almost basically. Using my slave labor to make money for him. What? Living in the. It was like during even Stevens' times, he was living in this motel right across from prostitutes and things like that. Wow. While his dad was a former rodeo star and basically just abusing the hell out of him. Uh, not purely physically, mostly psychologically. Right. But it was a really interesting movie that uh, he wrote. That's kind of a therapy for himself. Um, good for him. Yeah, it's a really cool little movie. It's so sad it didn't get on more notice last year.
0: No, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the Peanut Butter Falcon. Like, that was good. So. Yeah, that was him too? Mm-hmm. I, he didn't write it, but he oh, was he's in, in it. Oh, in it? Yeah, so. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was a good movie. It's the a title, title was men. terrible,
2: so I was like, yeah, I'm not watching a movie called Peanut Butter Falcon.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're going to get to the Tron 3 talk eventually, but in, in a... In <laughs> we a took re- a
1: Shia tour. Uh, we did. Detour.
0: But in a world where there... I mean, can you guys think of, like... I can think of some really great movies that have some really terrible titles. Um, like I think Logan Lucky is one of my favorite movies that's come out really? in like the last five years. That's a
1: great movie,
0: and it's got it, it had sounds
2: one, stupid. That's what kept the title. I totally judge the book by the
0: cover. Okay, so it sounds stupid, but if I told you that Steven Soderbergh made a redneck Ocean's Eleven starring Adam Driver, what? what? Would you watch that? Yes. Okay, cuz that's what it is. It's basically Ocean's 11
1: and Daniel Craig is a hick.
0: Yes. It it is <laughs> oh, Wait a
2: minute. I did see
1: part of
0: that. It is brilliant. It is funny and it's one of those movies that I throw on like every 6 months or so just cuz I'm like I'm ready for a good laugh, you know. But that, I mean to me that's an example of a movie with a fan, with a, a really good movie that had a terrible title. They had
1: a better title in the movie where they called it Ocean 711.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know that they could have gotten away with it, but... I
1: think they could have.
0: I mean, I think that title implies that you need Danny Ocean or an ocean in the film, so... No? No. <laughs> I mean,
2: unless they did it on one of the coasts, it would have worked.
0: Um,
1: uh, what... It's in West Virginia, so...
0: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really play, but I'm
2: just saying...
1: As they rob a NASCAR event. It could
0: have worked. I mean, the movie itself is is just, it's an absolute joy. Like, as you go through it, it, it makes me giggle every time. And it also, it reminds me how great Adam Driver is. So, yes. you know. Uh, um, but you guys got a, a good movie with a terrible name? Mm.
2: <sighs> no. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to come up with something. I, I'm... I, I can only think of terrible movies with terrible names.
0: <laughs> like I get into like Mr. Megoryum's Wonder Emporium, right, right, or
2: Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Like <laughs>
0: oh, fuck off that's with that. A terrible movie. That's M- what I'm saying.
1: Mr. Popper's Penguins.
0: Uh, Legends of the Guardians: Owls of Gahul. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. <laughs> the, the new Harley Quinn movie. I mean, that was I didn't hate it or anything. Like, I thought it was a decent flick, and that had a a really long, cumbersome name mm. that they made, they changed. I think the second week of release.
0: Did Mike just say that the Harley Quinn movie was a decent movie?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're fire, dude. <laughs> Mike, Mike has over what's wrong this with, shutdown, what's Mike wrong has with Birds turned of into prey? a twelve year old girl. <laughs> what's wrong with Birds of Prey? It's a decent movie. It's play. terrible. It's absolutely we went through this. Go back to a previous episode and listen to the wait, wait. Uh, before
1: the podcast you both were defending Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> which was and great. you're tearing down Birds of Prey. I I Birds of Prey was popcorn entertainment you know what that movie
2: needed shia and then it would have been great but they they opted for you know just second
0: rate actors and what do you get
1: yeah yeah ewan mcgregor who's ever heard of that guy (laughs) Uh, totally wasted in that film
0: i get into uh uh, movies with terrible names that i enjoyed like chitty chitty bang bang (laughs) a fantastic kids movie that's a great name that is not a great name
1: there's so many porns I've seen named <laughs> like right after that
2: film. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Love Actually?
0: I Love Actually is a terrible name it's because terrible it's like name. an incomplete sentence. But that movie is actually kind of good. It's a
2: good movie. It's a good holiday movie.
0: And this, Okay, you know, first off, that is not a holiday movie. There's a, My sister-in-law. It's a, holiday movie. it's a
1: Christmas movie. First yeah.
0: off, at a family, family gathering, my sister-in-law threw on Love Actually and just had it like she's watching it in the other room. And she forgot about the section with the porn.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know. And it's like they're moaning. I'm not saying it's a family movie. It's a holiday movie.
0: I think holiday implies family. It's
2: holiday in the way that Die Hard is a holiday movie.
0: I disagree, because Die Hard is the greatest Christmas movie you've ever seen.
2: But it's not for little kids. Gremlins.
0: I disagree again. I think little kids love uh, uh, Gremlins and Die Hard. How about um, uh, Secondhand Lions?
2: Fucking great title for a movie. Really? Yes, and a phenomenal film.
0: I, I think it's a good movie. No, it's a great movie. I don't know about that title. Why are the...
2: The secondhand, it's a perfect title because the old men are like secondhand action heroes.
0: I, well, I got that part.
1: I just <laughs> It
2: totally makes sense. Secondhand Lions. It's a perfect title. Well, it's like that, Lion though. in Winter and things like that, you know. Such a great title. <sighs> yeah, I thought about that, but I'm like, no, you know what? That's actually, that one fits the movie. Does it though? It totally does.
0: Uh, how about You've Got Mail? Like the most dated title ever,
2: at the time, sure I get it, but man, there's that whole speech that Tom Hanks gives about how you got an email and how powerful that is. You see that now? It's like boomers. (laughs) 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 Oh, you've got mail—the most powerful three words in life. Like, oh Jesus! They were come on, Nora Efron. At that time, they were. Nora Efron needs to get over that. That's ridiculous
1: that does not hold up
2: that movie definitely does not hold up
1: well, I mean it's just another remake of what Shop Around the Corner
0: yeah it. it, it
1: that is Shop Around the Corner yeah
0: I mean you're not it's wrong a remake of it you're no, not but wrong that's the
1: movie you got mail yeah yeah it's a remake of oh. the the movie Shop Around the Corner oh I've never seen Shop Around the Corner <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, the, the store in the movie you've got mail is called Shop Around the Corner. I thought you were—that's
0: because it's a remake of the movie Shop Around oh, the Corner. That's called
2: that. an Easter Egg, everyone. Whatever, boomers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry that Chris says never seen a black and white film in his life. I mean,
2: I you know, Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I did watch Logan. The you know the black and white cut. What do you want?
0: Oh, how was the black and white cut of that? Fucking way better. Yeah.
2: Yes, because it becomes kind of a noir film. It's it's really a trip. Like all this stuff, it, it's a completely different experience. Absolutely highly recommend The Black and White Logan. Also, The Black and White The Mist.
0: I've seen Ooh. that. Just like I watched All The Walking Dead in Black and White. Ah, I
2: like The Walking Dead in Black and White.
0: Speaking of that, uh, uh, and I swear we're going to get back to Tron 3 at some point. <laughs> um, but the, uh, uh, so Mike, they're releasing The Walking Dead. Uh, Re-releasing the Walking Dead comics, but colored.
1: Going to let that joke fly by?
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's no joke there. No joke at all. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they're going to do uh, all of the Walking Dead comics. They're going to not do them as um, trades. They're only going to do singles, and they're going to do the entire 193 issues colored.
2: Why? Why? That was my idea, right there. Because I, mean, I know, I know they, money, but it's it's money. And I, from what I saw, and we talked about this, I think on the on a we previous, didn't
0: we didn't do a podcast. We either. didn't. We okay. just talked about it.
2: I think line. it is the dumbest idea because the way they have colored it took something that was unique and made it look just like everything else on the market. Yeah, like if they had done something interesting color wise. I'd have been a hundred percent behind it.
1: Like I have all the uh, all old EC serial comics, you know, Tales from the Crypt, Vault of mm-hmm. Horror, Weird t- uh, Tales. I have all those, and I don't mind those being in color because it's kind of a campy, yes, you know, it's fun, it's colorful, it's it's you know, 80s or actually, but you know, it's 50s and 60s uh, horror, but it's it's kind of has that feel. But Walking Dead's gritty and realistic and grounded, and you want but that the black art and isn't white. That
2: phenomenal to
1: begin with. It's not, and you that's what the black and white adds to it is that adds a clarity and then once you start coloring it in it just looks flat yes absolutely
2: yeah have you seen any of the i have not the color yeah it's not good i mean i won't say it's it's bad it's just average and you took something that was different the story was the important part of the walking dead the art was not like phenomenal yeah you know it's not like jim jim lee was drawing you know the walking dead it just, but it was stylized, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, man. By by adding color, it is it is the worst thing that you could do to that seas- that uh, cereal.
0: Not digging it. Okay,
2: you're I mean, gonna buy it. I know.
0: I, you know I am.
2: I know you're super excited for it.
0: I'm 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 getting ready to build more comic book shelves, so I can uh, <laughs> so I can buy more comic books. So, <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, all things considered, I. I I just like The Walking Dead, and I'm intrigued to see what it looks like colored. So, do you think he's gonna do
2: some more uh, zombie books?
0: They're doing a Negan spinoff, like a weekly, yeah. like Negan spinoff of what happens to him after he leaves the book.
2: Did he just leave?
0: Yeah, he disappears after the Whisperer. I Whisper can't remember. War. He's just gone. There's no story there at all. He doesn't show up he's again. He's just walking man, huh? Yeah, you know. Now maybe he'll show up on Fear.
2: Here's Negan. Ooh. <laughs> That would that would be the only thing that would get me to watch that shit. And that's why he'll do it. <laughs> Go ahead. No, man, he's he's going to be the the new Rick of The Walking Dead. You think so? Oh, they're setting it up totally. We've seen that Daryl can't carry it. He just can't carry it. Reedus doesn't have the chops to carry that shit. Reedus is cool and I like him, but he ain't Rick.
0: Yeah. You fair know? enough.
2: I mean, they're even bringing Maggie's ass back, you know, because her show bombed.
0: They yeah, got, they, like, yeah. didn't even... But we all... That's the thing. It's like, I'm like, I'm glad you picked up this show, but a show called Wang, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, <laughs> like, you literally named your show What the Fuck?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> y-
1: yeah. <laughs> so stupid.
0: Yeah. I, I'm like, good luck with that. Let me know how that turns out.
1: So is that another uh, candidate for bad name? Decent thing? Seriously. No. The show, is not, the show was not.
0: The show was not terrible, but it was like there was nothing special about it. It was like poor man's Alias without all the fun. Yes. So. Yes. You know, I'm like, I guess spy stuff. You know, is we need cool.
2: another cop slash spy show because we don't have enough of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, procedurals. I mean,
1: yeah, we need one of those. <laughs> oh my god,
2: we went so far out on the limb with the cop shows that we had a fucking zombie eating brains. To solve the crimes,
0: because it wasn't enough of a story to just have the zombie eating brains to like live in other people's lives. Right,
2: right. But it's
0: got to be a fucking police procedural <laughs> right, as right. well.
2: And we're gonna put the devil in one of those as well,
1: <laughs> and he's gonna help solve crimes. That's that's why I couldn't watch Lucifer. I got Lucifer bored. is great, dude. I, I I'd love to give it another chance, but yeah, it's I just, so good. I got bored with the episodic, you know. But that that whole part of the story doesn't even matter. He's solving crimes, Chris. It doesn't matter. He is so
2: good, and his fish out of water thing is so good that it sustains over freaking four or five seasons. That shit has already been renewed for another season on Netflix, and they haven't even dropped the new season. It's it's just Twilight for adults.
0: I was going to say it's just Austin Powers without the comedy because it just— Yeah. It's literally— But it works, though. Yeah, but I don't need to see that. I'm I'm telling you, Lucifer is great. It's the same reason I don't need to ever watch uh, CSI, CIS, um, Chicago Fire, Med, Police, SVU, SVU. <laughs> I mean, I watch twenty yeah, seasons of Law and Order, but and I, not the same. I'm good. I don't need it. You
2: you take the fun of those shows of trying to solve, and um, and then you add in the best part of it, which is. You know how would the devil react in these these situations? How would the devil solve this crime <laughs> right, right. I, again sounds totally stupid, but the execution of it is so good.
0: I would much rather watch a show where the devil um goes on wacky adventures you know mm-hmm. and it's like that is what it is yeah but not like solving crimes it's just like the devil has to run a daycare center today like okay. how would he do that but that so,
1: is what it is the devil meets monk <laughs> the, sure. the solving of the crime yeah, but is monk sort of once
0: like, again is way way a detective police procedural so <laughs>
1: yeah I, but that was like oh he hates germs and today he's solving a crime in a sewer Yes. <laughs> 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 but again Tony Shaloub makes that. show. He does, but I just—I I never could get into it for that reason because I just—I
0: look. I watched a few episodes, and I'm the same. But I'm like, I've seen Murder She Wrote. I don't need to watch this. Yes. Like yes. I, you know,
1: there's a couple of those I do. You know, Pushing Daisies, I loved because it was fun and cartoony. I never
0: it. Oh, it's a great show. It's a great show. It's also super stylistic. Yeah. Like and like that alone makes it worth the adventure. Yeah. So and I never thought that the procedural part of that show was like the the impetus for that show. Right. You know? Well it's the
2: same thing with Lucifer It's just kind of like The Walking Dead The zombies aren't the point of the show It's the background of the show The cop shit is all the background of the show It's really everything else that's going on With the supernatural and all that Mm -hmm. So anyway I'm going to expect my check from Netflix (laughs) Promoting their
0: (laughs) fucking devil show Uh, Yeah Well good times I don't know what to say Do they ever play Uh,
1: Sympathy for the Devil during the show?
0: I'm sure.
2: <laughs> like all of the all of the songs that have devil or, you know, demon or whatever. Um, that's why I was hoping I would be able to write some songs and that show would stick around because then I could, you know, use some Depravity Brothers show uh, songs on the show and submit.
0: So we'll see I- I'm still disappointed that you never wrote the Stranger Things song that we talked about <laughs> like years ago. Man, it I told work. him, I said, it's, it's a period show. Yeah, come but I on. told him, I said, you should write like an 80s sounding track that's like, I see Stranger Things and be like, <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no. I've already had my cheesy uh, pizza commercial
1: moment.
0: Oh, come on, accident. dude. I'm, I'm done with it. How that. do you not like money? That's my question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at what cost, my friend? Hey, at what cost? My high school buddy uh, it was on the. Uh, Snakes on a Plane soundtrack.
2: Oh, and he sang the Snakes on a Plane song?
1: No, no. He was not chosen as the- Snakes
2: (laughs) on a Plane. (laughs) Uh,
1: I can't even tell you if that's correct or not. I don't don't know. I remember the music video for it.
0: I feel like like Umbrella Academy is doing a really good job of picking out songs that are like- So good. Although it was weird because there was, like, four episodes that were, like, uh, right off my playlist. Yes. I was like, oh, wow, this is, oh, okay, that's weird. Yes. Like, when they did the uh, um, um, uh, uh, In Hell I'll Have Good Company. Yeah. Like, uh, I was all, oh, shit, like, that kind of came out of nowhere.
2: <laughs> I mean, you kind of expect it when Gerard Way is the writer on the, on the show that they're going to have – pretty sensible music choices right like their music licensing budget must be
0: huge uh because of what they're like spending yeah oh, yeah 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 for sure
2: oh yeah no they that must be a big part of of you know the the cost on these things
0: right right
2: because you got to figure you know if if uh you know we're charging tens of thousands of dollars for the master on a freaking pizza commercial what is you know what is one of these big songs gonna cost them? Like, I can't even fathom how much they spent on these songs.
0: More than five?
2: Oh, dude. Maybe six
0: dollars. Yes, at <laughs> least.
2: <laughs> at least. At least nine no, ninety five. Like, $9. like, $9. $9. like, <laughs> like, no joke. There must have been a million dollar budget on on the uh, music. At least. Uh yeah.
1: At least. But I'm uh, sure like the studio has some kind of package deal or you know, we get X amount well, of songs. Yeah.
2: Now, now, from an independent artist perspective, like, nothing could be better for you right. than getting a song in that show. But...
0: I mean, they they definitely did some deep cuts in there. Well, so. and
2: then I like that they did alternate um, versions. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. had the Swedish Adele, <laughs> you know? Or you had the, uh, the ska punk... Um, What's her name? Uh, Billy Eilish. Yeah. Yeah. No. Great. Great choices.
0: Well, I, I mean, interesting. I swear we're gonna get to Tron 3 at some point. But um... that's what
1: Disney keeps saying too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Disney. I think they're playing that. Oh, they, they did do the Tron on the uh, Imagineering or whatever the prop prop culture. They did the Tron episode because they
1: got the ride coming.
0: Right. they do well so let me ask you guys a question are do we ex-
2: they really have a ride
1: coming they do for uh a disney world
0: yeah it's not gonna be a does disney anybody there.
1: even go there i mean it's florida
0: i mean it's like it's the only thing mean, it's open that's right, open now, and right under now under, under- well, attended you know, we gotta we gotta spread
2: the disney magic <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh um, however temporary that may be <laughs> you're like you're like i got these ears and a lung failure it was a great trip <laughs> um so are we are we excited about a third Tron movie? Not at all. Especially without, did I watch the second Tron movie? Yeah, Tron Legacy.
2: I don't remember even seeing it.
0: Dude, I, I personally love Tron Legacy. Like I, I know I'm not in the majority camp on this one.
2: I could. I have no opinion. The, I don't remember it at
0: all. It is literally probably one of the best soundtracks to come out in the last twenty years, and I think that that's
2: not a good sign when you're talking about the movie that the only thing you can come up with is it has a good soundtrack.
0: What do you? That I, 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 is not the only thing. I, it's just <laughs> the first right. thing. Like, right. yeah. I mean, you understand. I would say the same thing about Star Wars, right?
2: Star Wars has a good soundtrack.
0: Yes. Oh score, sorry, not soundtrack, okay. score. <laughs> I was like,
2: the Cantina band song. <laughs> though it was a mild hit, I would not say. And it was a mild hit as the disco version. You don't
0: uh,
1: follow Jizz?
0: A movie a movie with great soundtrack would be um uh would be like Spider Man two had a good soundtrack. So I'm sorry, my nomenclature was off. Does so it? I yeah. don't remember Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Oh, dude, Spider-Man 2, the album for that went platinum. Is is that the one that has Nickelback on it? Uh, yes. Oh Jesus. Uh, that album went platinum. I don't know what to tell you, man. I have that album on CD. Uh, so
1: do do not doubt for a second that you do. <laughs> is this the Sam Raimi Spider-Man? <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a single song from that. Uh, what are you talking so about?
0: Heroes, say heroes, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you don't know, remember that Nickelback song?
1: No. Chad Kroger or whatever his name is. I love the movie, but yeah, I can't recall any of the music.
2: Yeah, I, I'm at a loss on that one, too. Only reason I even know that song is because, you know, there's so much Nickelback hate that people bring it up.
1: And I remember the uh, the Kiss from a Rose thing from Batman. Whenever I hear that oh, song, I think dude. of Batman. And then uh, Poor Seal. I think it was Evanescence for Daredevil.
0: Uh, okay, the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack, because I had to do a quick search. It's got uh, Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional. Uh, All right. It's got "Did You" by Hoobastank. <laughs> but Hooba Hoobastank, you guys, remember Hoobastank? No. Uh, it's got "Hold On" by Jet, uh, which is Who, also a great who's song. Who's Jet? You don't know Jet? No. Uh, never, never heard of him.
1: I, I've not heard of any of these songs before, but also <laughs> right. I, I have terrible music taste, so I'll. I'll how, about, how about them. this?
0: You guys will know this one. <clears throat> it's got Maroon Five on the album. So you get what you song? A uh, woman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even ron's like i don't so, know that one.
2: that's why you didn't say the song because you knew it was just like brand recognition even though it was a total turn of a song okay
0: um it's got uh um and many many <laughs> other
2: <laughs> all right I, i'm a believer go such, ahead such a great soundtrack <laughs> such a great
0: soundtrack i hate you both <laughs> So seriously though, get back to I know to you Tron bought 3, it for the
2: Chad Kroger track. I
0: damn straight, dude. <laughs> that and the train track, I like train.
2: Uh, hero, the
0: train track. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's ultra true. Trains on there too. Yeah,
0: let's do the like locomotion. Train. Trains cool. Yeah, I like. I'd, would you like a copy of the album? I have.
2: No, one. I I think I'm probably good. i you know what? <laughs>
0: I'm gonna send you YouTube links, and you could just uh, listen to it.
2: I don't I don't think I need that
0: <laughs> after the ad plays. <laughs>
2: Yeah, send it to me in Facebook Messenger. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll watch that as soon as I watch all the other ones that people send me.
0: Uh, oh, geez. <laughs> so don't get me started on that. I, I, I've i taken to now every time somebody sends me like a group thing through Facebook Messenger that's like um, not like a fun group. Like if you send me a nerd group, that's fine. But if you send me like.
2: Oh, the politics through
0: Messenger. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. So now I report everybody. I liked your I'm post all, and yeah.
2: one time because you posted something that was funny. And now you want to like hit me with the politics on the Facebook message. Ain't nobody watching that shit. Stop. <laughs> Just know, Boomer, that that shit ain't
0: getting watched. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I report everybody for everything now. I'm all you're you're bothering my feed.
1: What's pissing my personal vendetta right now on Facebook is the fake Chinese ad companies.
2: That pisses me off. I want that damn shark.
1: <laughs> the shark, the spider
2: baby shark and the spider I want a bow what are, what
1: are we talking there about? There are these Don't bad exist. CGI You know the, the video of the, the guy tickling the cat And the cat's like like Open, close, open, close uh, So
2: supposedly Yeah, go ahead
1: So go ahead. They, they did a CGI version of it with the shark instead And they're like Realistic shark for sale $35.99 And it's clearly a CGI shark this person's playing with
2: You just you. It It took me like halfway through it to go yeah that shit's fake there's no way it's doing that
1: and there's a ton of these like i i got onto it because there's a, a mask company called cfx which really does uh, incredible uh, silicone masks which i'm sure steve knows about them because they do uh, all the the cons and stuff like that and someone uh, the chinese company i started seeing their uh, masks advertised using cfx video of their masks for like 50 bucks and these masks go for like for 700 dollars. they're high quality masks so i was like a 50 dollar version of that that's great and I went and researched it, and the thing that you get sent is a $35 mask. Not it just The Chinese, they got a copy of the, the good mask. They tried to copy it as best as they could, as cheaply as they could, and they're using the other people's footage to sell their product, which is just a knockoff. That's called a scam, sir. Yes.
2: Oh, they're definitely hitting the scam hard, too.
0: Uh, well, it's COVID, and they know that y'all got your, your tiger money, and they're trying to tap Seriously. into that shit. So I just
1: scroll and report, scroll, report.
2: It pisses me off because I really want it,
1: and I know people are buying it, and they have a money back guarantee. But you have to pay for shipping back to China. So I know people are just like, eh, I paid thirty bucks for this. I'm not going to ship it back. I'll just keep it." That's like the entire
0: China model right now. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Oh like, no, they're I've, doing it with guitars too. I'm already in three PayPal disputes with China at this point. So
2: <laughs> they got you three times
0: on on three completely different things, wow. and they all seemed legit. And I was like, oh, these are Chinese knockoffs. I, I have no problem buying knockoffs of really high expensive products. That's all mono prices, and I buy shit from them all the time. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I, I don't, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you just got to be wary of who you're buying from. And
1: I, mean, I use the Wish app, too. I'm good, but. Wish is definitely
0: like that. You know, but at least the I, I picture, I, the picture some... I
1: see in Wish is what I get. It might be smaller. It might be a, a misrepresentation, <laughs> uh... but it's not a CGI shark.
2: Right. Well, <laughs> we, I mean, with Wish. I don't mind ordering my my Noki New Orleans Saints jerseys. Okay, they're Noki.
0: Noki, what's a Noki?
2: It's the ripoff of Nike. (laughs) It's all (laughs) Noke. I don't mind it because it looks fairly legit. It says "Just Did It." We have a
0: we have a friend of ours in theater, and she's got uh, the the wall of miniature items that she's bought from Wish. So she buys a prop, and then it comes, and instead of being a full-size prop,
2: it's like a little
0: miniature prop, and it's like all sorts of shit. Because the pictures, you're like, oh, look at this prop. Like, this will be great for the show. And then you're like, you bought a piece of furniture, and then it comes, and it's like-
1: It's for a dollhouse. It's It's
0: a miniature. It's it's, it's miniature version. Or uh, the best one was the gun. She bought a a cap gun that was supposed to be, you know, like for a stage gun, and it came, and it was literally like like as big as her thumb.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are making things smaller.
0: Oh, yeah. What is the goal? I mean, I saw Back to the Future. I know how that goes. Yeah. So, all right. So, anyways, uh, so Tron 3. Um, <laughs> Are we really
2: going to keep trying to talk about this movie? I like, just- Do we know anything other than Jared Leto?
0: I just want to know if we're excited, if we're, like, looking forward to the concept of a- Does Disney need to, now that Star Wars is sort of, like- Dead? Not dead. Star Wars is, is pretty much dead, dude. Star Wars you is going Mandalorian, into but, but it's going hard. into hibernation as far as like features for they the got, next. What,
1: two more three more movies at least scheduled and then then the whole another trilogy. What? Obi Wan Kenobi?
0: Like you say that as though all the the young people are like Dean's age are not gonna watch
2: Ewan uh,
1: McGregor.
0: <laughs> watch Obi Wan Kenobi.
2: I don't know, dude. I mean they might. I kind of feel like too little, too late. They they sort of missed the boat on some of this shit.
0: I, dude, Star Wars is a generational thing, and you got to realize that. Like, I get that. It's like our like for it's like Steve always says. He's like, I'm a '77 Empire Star Wars right, fan, right, you right. know. Um, me, it's like I like all Star Wars, but the ones that are like in their early 20s now, they're all prequels fans, dude. They like they're okay with the original movies, but they love the prequels. It's what they grew up on. I don't know if I believe that. And then, like, Ronald Andrew, like, his generation, they're all going to grow up and be like, Kylo Ren's the best, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, that's just, it's, it's unbelievably smart advertising because it's just generational.
1: Yeah. And Disney knew that. That's why they centered uh, Galaxy's Edge all around the new trilogy.
0: Sure. Galaxy's Edge is dope, dude. Galaxy's Edge is dope. Well, and when it's working. I mean, it got struck by lightning recently and none of it works. No. What California? You, oh, you didn't hear about that? No, 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 the Florida one. Oh, uh, yeah, the, well, you know,
2: fucking Florida,
0: of course, because oh. God hates Florida. Yeah, well, I'm, it's
2: our- I'm sure alligators will be in there in a couple of weeks too. Oh no,
0: dude, they got video of it. Like a lightning strike hit yeah. fucking Galaxy's Edge in Florida, and they can't get Rise of the Resistance to boot back up. <laughs> <laughs> Like that ride. That's
2: what you get for Florida.
0: That is the most cursed ride that has ever been, <laughs> like ever. So. so stupid. All right, so let's get out of Tron 3 since obviously of none too. of you people care. <laughs> I, I'm very excited about the possibility of Tron 3. I'm,
2: I'm not at all excited about
1: Tron. Well, I'll admit that I was younger than the Tron age. I was a couple years too shy. So when I went to Disneyland as a little kid and we went to the, 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 the Tron Tunnel, on the people mover I thought it was the corniest Crappiest thing in the world Yes And it's so like that's how I was graphics. Introduced to Tron Is saying this is really stupid First off How dun, dare you dun, dun. <laughs> It looks I, like we're going fast Yes <laughs> I hate you both Like
2: <laughs> Hey man I'm of that drawn, But here's the thing Tron was a video game Like is, is the new Tron On the Xbox Or what I mean how How are they Like There aren't really Video games anymore did you not see Tron Legacy? No,
0: I didn't. Go watch Tron Legacy again. I I,
2: I mean, I I saw it once.
1: They just but. retconned it basically to be Cyber World in general. Yeah. It's like Wreck-It Ralph uh, for ravers.
2: Yeah, I'd rather have Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's cool. <laughs> what
1: would be I, great Ralph's is if Wreck-It
0: Ralph it. showed up in the Tron universe and he's like, I'm going to wreck it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that movie.
2: <laughs> I mean, that would be probably a step up.
1: Ah, oh, Jesus. Then I get John C. Riley and Jared Leto <laughs> working together. and. <laughs>
2: Honestly, the only thing that has me at
1: all interested is Jared Leto's in it. And then Shia LaBeouf could play Mario.
0: It was Shia would make – I would be in it 100%. Was, it was funny because the wife's like – I she's like I was like, oh, just think. He could be in like all white with long hair. And she goes, didn't he already look like that in a movie? And I was like, I, he, he did. And we had to search. And I was like, well, was it this one or this one? <laughs> what, yeah, right. What movie was Jared Leto looking stylish with long hair in? so And we finally figured out it was uh, –
2: My So-Called Life?
0: Br- Blade Runner 2049 was the one she was thinking of. Oh, about. he was
2: in that? <laughs> I saw that once too, and uh, that was that was you know. Those things like, I go. Bo- I think I want to watch that,
1: but not today.
2: Right, right. That's kind of how I feel about the Blade Runner twenty
0: forty nine. What are you talking about? That movie's great, dude. I'm sure it
1: is, yeah. but it just looks so slow that I might. It, I know my attention span is not slow ready for it.
0: As fuck, it's as slow as the original Blade Runner, which was slow as fuck. Well, I'm sorry, it's not fast and furious for you there champ but uh um, ron you like the fast and furious movies
2: i'm like wait what i mean i it's for the same reason that i i don't go back and rewatch uh 2001 like that's super slow we've we've kind of it's like trying to get a kid to watch 2001 today or close encounters today there's
1: certain movies that make great uh, theater movies where you are have your attention span close encounters still works dude
2: I mean I guess
0: like that that's a good movie that's a movie with a lot of buildup it's that's a movie they could use a reboot how do you reboot a movie about aliens coming to visit?
1: I think it's pretty easy to reboot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty basic premise that people can latch on to. Yeah, but I mean,
0: didn't
2: we see that with uh, with uh, what's her name, Amy Adams? Didn't yeah, but she do that. Yeah, but how many know... versions of
0: Body Snatchers have we had? Uh, well, I mean, you know, um, I, I don't see um, I don't see a need to reboot that movie.
2: I mean, I I don't know that we need to tell that story again.
0: You're right. Uh, we should be focusing on really good sequels like Tron Three. And uh, and remaking Day the uh, Star Wars films. Can we do? Can we, no, we tried Independence Day too. We do not need another one of those. No,
2: we didn't. We tried a knockoff because we didn't bring back Will Smith.
0: I, they could have brought back Will Smith uh, and Steve McQueen Steve. and whoever the fuck you want yeah, else Steve to bring McQueen. back. Yeah, like you know, I'm just saying random people. Elvis. He, he wasn't in that movie. <laughs> he was not. But they could have brought back. Elvis everybody. was in it. He was he was in the the camper. Could have had Stephen Hawking oh. rolling around in the wheelchair solving fucking I
1: you like could. this idea like doing <laughs> <laughs> like an Ocean's 11 of dead celebrities.
2: Ooh, that's a good story. <laughs> I I actually I think that's got
0: some credence yeah, to I, it. Yeah, I'd yes. watch that.
2: That would be like it would be Tupac <laughs> and Elvis <laughs> and Stephen Hawking.
0: Could it be can it have a um why can't I think of his name? Uh, from Oceans. Uh, 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 the Danny Black- Ocean? No, uh, Bernie Mac. Can Bernie Mac be in it just for fun? Ooh, Ooh I like
1: that. Ooh, oh, I like him. And he, he
0: can the- literally just be the Frank character from the Oceans right, movie. Right.
1: <laughs> and then can like Phil Hartman be the Charlie?
0: What are we even talking about <laughs> right now? <laughs> <laughs> Tron 3. We're okay. talking about Tron 3. So, uh um... This is our Tron
1: 3 podcast, everyone. Yes. Oh my
2: god with the Tron.
0: All right, so let's let's transition. Let's talk a little Umbrella Academy. So okay. Mike, Mike, are you caught up on Umbrella Academy?
1: I watched the first 3 episodes and I'm not that I'm like, you know, done with it. I'm just taking my time.
0: I don't understand you guys.
2: Like, um, I don't get it. I've already watched it twice.
0: I like I'm going to I'm going to be I enjoyed taking my time with it.
2: I mean, I get it, and that's how they're going to do The Boys. You I, know, it's going to be I like episodes, and then you wake up every week. I like that model.
1: I do. I mean, I, I, that's one thing I credit Disney Plus with is dropping an episode a week. Is that it because you're old? I like having the water cooler conversation. I like talking about- That's what I said. I like talking about the episode yeah. with people. Not, I don't feel like Mandalorian had that because there
2: really wasn't much to it. Mandalorian didn't have a lot of stories. It was a half hour. Yeah, it's a half hour yeah. show. But something like like The Boys, Yes. If only we could go to a water cooler at this <laughs> point and, you know. Well, Facebook is
1: the, the, the national water cooler. I guess.
0: That's not what I – I would refer to it as the latrine, but we'll just <laughs> let it go. Seriously.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not water that's been purified by any means. <laughs> it's,
0: it's You're definitely. talking like – like if we're in Africa in like a war torn section of the country, water cooler. It's the that... Chinese
1: ad for a water cooler.
0: <laughs> it's a it's the water cooler you buy off a wish, is yes. that what we're saying? <laughs> and you come and it's very tiny and it doesn't it doesn't give you water, it gives you like soda or something like that.
1: It's got hand sanitizer in it. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's talk. Season two. Uh, so we left off on episode four, so sorry, Mike, spoilers. Um, uh, and you you will not be a huge part of this conversation, but I'll, you can definitely join in. Um, well, I mean, there's some
2: setup that goes into these.
1: So. Yeah. I'll be like, oh,
2: that's interesting.
0: Yeah, so uh, at the end of the last episode, like, Klaus was trying to convince Dave not to join the army. Um, yeah. Uh, we find out that- um, Did,
2: Was that in the restaurant? Or was that...
0: Uh, yeah, with the uncle okay, and... the paint store was early on. Yes, yes. Um, but we we get into this situation now where um, they're starting to affect the past as well. Um,
2: yeah, this shit gets so complicated.
0: Yeah, uh, but we see that uh, uh, Vanya um, begins... This is where she finally opens up her relationship with, uh, with uh, what's-her-face, Sissy. Does um, anybody like her, uh, Vanya? I, mean,
1: I felt bad for her in the first season. But yeah, this the, the yeah, second season I'm not I attached to her at all. I
2: really like her ever. She's just kind of
0: eh. I I mean she's she's not my favorite. She's my least favorite. I like Ellen Page as an actor, but she was a I mean she started the season like kind of fun cuz she was like oh, like super bad at the end of the last season. And she was mopey all through season one, sort of, you know? yeah. And then, like, sort of uh, 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 without memory version of her, she was sort of like, yeah, I got hit by a car. It was great, you know? Um, (laughs) But then she she sort of goes into, like, uh, desperate love territory for a while there, and I'm not into that, so.
2: I mean, maybe amnesia changes your sexual orientation. Who knows?
0: Um, no, because she was already a lesbian in season one, wasn't she?
2: No, she dated the dude. <laughs> the guy who's manipulating guy. her. Oh, dude, she's
0: she's binary. I know like, she's fluid, but whatever. Like, let it be, man. I mean, like
2: maybe that's amnesia. Maybe that's what. <laughs> maybe that's what's behind it.
0: Send all complaints to Chris <laughs> at the Away
1: from the <laughs> I don't
2: know, man. I'm... Hey, I'm open to whatever suggestions there are to explain why Vanya all of a sudden. You know, likes chicks.
0: Yeah, and then we sort of get our uh, the introduction, finally, of the MacGuffin by the time we get halfway through the uh, uh, the series, which is JFK. JFK becomes the entire MacGuffin right. for the, the right. second season. So this idea that uh, who's trying to kill JFK, why they're trying to kill JFK, it becomes the driving point of the back half of season two, um, and five trying to get the family home because basically they have discover that because of them being there they are the ones that uh cause the end of the world you know always yeah well i I mean i think it just follows them wherever they go um uh i i feel like the the second half of this season really picks up steam um and it's one of the few things i like uh not like but one of the few things that i commend about this show which is There is no fat in season two. No. Like season one, I felt like there was a little bit of fat. Like it was like slow in spots and you were like, okay, well, where's this going? There was some world building going on. Sure. But the second season, there is no scene in that second season that I'm like, this was not necessary. Every scene is gold.
1: Can I just say, I love Fish Executive Man.
0: Oh, he is so great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. But when but that character
1: is. came on the screen, I smiled like a little boy. I was a child again. Like this is wonderful. He, and he's smoking.
0: He kind <laughs> of yes. He kind of takes the place of uh, Pogo the monkey from right. Uh, right. Uh, there has to be something
2: ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But he's evil too. <laughs> it's yeah, evil fish I mean, man. I, don't get me wrong. It was totally dumb. First time it came on screen, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing?
0: Well, now? he's a fish that gained intelligence and apparently enjoys a good cigarette. Right,
1: right, <laughs> so- right, right. And has but, this but crane-like think, body. This uh it, it stays relevant
2: throughout the course of the, the series. You know, it's not just this one off little random thing. Like it actually it it shows it, it shows us that there's a much bigger universe behind the time lords or whatever the hell they're called the yeah. syndicate or whatever it is um yeah absolutely are you looking up the name is that what you No,
0: no no i'm just uh, going through uh so we do see though because uh, at the end of the last episode was when the first swede dies yes. um uh and he when he that's the one that gets nuked in the forest um or he hits the the landmine right right and he blows the fuck up um uh see episode four mike spoiler um so so but we we finally see um what the uh what's her face the handler uh yes what her plan is and she and coming to fruition as she's trying to basically take control of of the timekeepers. you know yes yes. um but we do see them getting revenge and they do kill kind of one of my favorite characters of season two which is the conspiracy theorist guy yeah
2: he's a nice spark spoiler that's fine um yeah, he's fun.
0: They marathon man him where they yank his fucking teeth out, which is probably the grisliest part of season yeah. two. Yeah. Um, uh But we do see that the uh, the Swedes are more because up until that point, I'm all these guys are not very effective.
2: How fucking funny was that though? When Luther and Diego, the two idiots of the family, show up and they see eye for an eye in Swedish, <laughs> and they think it's a Swedish name, <laughs> and they go look it up in the phone book. It was like it was like.
0: Uh, uh, it was o- o- Olga, Olga for Olga. <laughs> and they look
2: up Olga for Olga, and they call they, her and threaten her. They, they find a lady. woman
0: in, in the in the phone book named O-G-A Olga for Olga. F-O-R-A-O-G-A. So good. And, so and they're good. like, we know who you are. We're going to come and fucking kill you. You'll be
2: dead by nightfall. <laughs> and she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Five's like, it
0: means eye for an eye in Swedish, you morons.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's kind of funny because Luther uh, uh, feels much more dopey in season two. He is way more dopey. You know?
2: Yeah. And you know what it is? It's Thor. They figured out what made Thor funny. Yeah. He's just kind of dirt, you know? He's just big and strong and dumb.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: And it it, it totally works. It totally works with Luther.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I find that... um, And all the ape comments are great. Some of my favorite uh, sections of season two are with luther and his stupidity yeah and him and fives or him and five make a great duo like yes. the two of them go on like a side adventure uh where they're trying to get a briefcase because you get
2: the smartest one in the in the family yes with the dopiest one it's a total rain man thing well yeah. and plus like you know
1: so the big giant guy and the yes. little kid yes so, so yeah, sort of, visually
0: sort of the crux of the episodes uh four through eight is they figure out uh fives uh gets hired by the handler to like kill all the people that are running the time people right um and she agrees like if you do this i'll give you a briefcase and you can go home you know back to your time and it'll all be fine so they do like we see finally five how badass of an assassin he is dude and how really powerful his power ends up being um but, uh, so he goes through and he slaughters all these people and he gets the briefcase and it's like a whole episode where like, you've got 90 minutes to get back in time. Yes.
2: It's beat the clock.
0: Yeah. So it becomes an episode of beat the clock. Um, obviously they don't, um, and you see why they fail for a variety of reasons. Um, but the, the, the beauty of it becomes, um, while the Umbrella Academy, every time they seem to try and come together, like they fall apart again, Yes. you know, um, and but it does lead they're, to what they're fucking shameless is what it is. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's,
2: they're the Gallagher's, you know. And no matter what possible thing could go right, it always goes wrong.
0: And and the beauty of it is, is you see, um, uh, it leads to a second idea, which is Fives is like, wait a minute, I'm here assassinating Kennedy. Um, we could steal my own briefcase. Like from then. And they're like uh, – he goes – and so basically him and Luther go on the side quest to go do this. But the beauty is is that if you get too close to each other, they get uh, paradox insanity. Yeah. Um, and there's like the – what's it like? The, the five steps? And it's all uh, sweating, um, flatulence. Flatulence. <laughs> you know?
2: Homicidal rage is the final yeah, step.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like these steps where it's like, yeah, it starts off with uh, sweating. Itching. Itching, Flatulence uh paranoia homicidal rage and and so it's like they literally get around each other and he's like and luther's like oh my god he's scratching himself it's got like he's had it's it's like phase two and, it, and all of a sudden like five is all like he farts <laughs> and he's all he looks at me and goes I, it's just lunch <laughs> yeah yep, but yep. but you see like the older version of five and the younger version of five coming together dude
2: that older actor nailed the personality oh yeah of
0: the kid and, and it's great because literally the two versions of fives are trying to get Luther to kill the other version of him. <laughs> and the younger version's like, he's like, but if I kill the younger version of you, and he goes, I'm here, you don't, that's not how time works. <laughs> and he's like, and the, the older one's like, he's he's 14 days older than me. Like, if I kill him, that's, he won't exist. It will never have happened. It'll be fine. And so, yeah, it's just fucking brilliance all around. Yes. Yes. Like the entirety of uh, four through eight for me is where this second season elevated itself to a yeah. new level of TV. Yeah. Like, I told Chris at the end of the, because we, we'll talk the finale on the next episode to give everybody time to catch up. Um, but I told him, I go, this is one of those shows that this season is, it's in like my, one of my best seasons of TV of the last 20 years, basically. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the writing is so tight. And, and
2: infinitely rewatchable. Yeah. Now that I've watched it twice.
0: And the last two episodes, which is why we're not spoiling them, because it's all lead up to the last two. Right. And all of a sudden you get these twists in the last two episodes that you did not see coming, you know, um, in ways that they pay off. But getting, but like the lead up to it builds and there's no fat. It's like getting through the first, uh, like any of the first like four seasons of Game of Thrones, you know, where you're like, this is, this is unbelievable writing like the first four seasons of West Wing where you're like I could watch this again and again West Wing is so the, good. like the first seasons of law like first two seasons of lost where you're like this is like oh my god there's so much like it, it just it's very very good and engaging television you know and I feel like look I feel like the Mandalorian did that even though the Mandalorian is like I had a couple episodes that are sort of fluff uh I okay I will say that I will agree that the the, the epis- blue people was like the Gina krana episode, right, yeah. where they're like—that's the one Ooh, that I'm I like. I love
2: in
1: the show. Sure, which is one of my favorite episodes.
0: <laughs> you mean the one where they they like fight against the the ATST? Yeah, like, I love it. You know what ATSDs can't do? Go around holes, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that. Right? No, no. It's sort of like uh in season yeah, uh, two of Stranger Things, where you get that random episode where she goes to Chicago. Yes, and, to see and it her just brings the narrative to a grinding halt yes. out of nowhere. Yes. Um,
2: there's none of that in Umbrella.
0: Game. No. And it's funny because in my rewatch of Stranger Things, um, I just skipped that episode now because I'm all, it's like a side episode. It's it a bottle add episode. Anything. Nope. Not really.
2: Not, and it hasn't paid
1: off. No, not yet. Like none of that shit has come back. And I would understand an episode like that if it was a weekly show where they're like, we're going to try something and see how people react, but you don't have time to like adjust future episodes when you drop it all in one season. I still don't
0: know what they were trying to do with that. Like it felt like they're trying to take a it in a different
1: game. direction, but I'm like, how how can you when you have an entire season in the can?
0: I don't know, man. It, it's like it felt like a backdoor pilot for a, a spinoff show maybe, or something like that. Maybe, it just, it, it just didn't work for me. It but. didn't
2: happen, which is crazy because Netflix is the three-and-done network. Uh, yeah, no
0: shit, right? Like, that's yeah. the thing that kind of bums me out with the Umbrella Academy because the second season is so good, and now I'm like, well, now that I know they cancel everything after three seasons, like— yeah,
2: but they're not, though. I mean, I, I know that's their model, but, I mean, look at— Well, then again, they haven't made three seasons of loose
1: Luc- No, they just picked it up. They, they just picked, picked it up. up. So we'll see.
2: Um you know, Stranger Things has gone longer than that. That's
0: the outlier. It, it, three seasons. It's yeah. I mean they, they have a couple shows like Orange of the New Black did that. Uh what's the uh, the Kevin Spacey one that went on for seven seasons. House of Cards. House of Cards. Um so it's like they, they have a few shows that are outliers in that, but most of their newer stuff.
1: Right. Yeah, and those are all from the early days. Those shows kept Netflix or relevant.
2: Yeah. You know, like like uh what do you call it? Um uh, Bright. But I feel like, like movie or... well,
0: Bright wasn't a Netflix movie. That yeah, came wasn't. out in theaters. No, oh, no. Bright. I'm thinking the. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, Brightburn. Uh, Bright was the Will Smith one. Yeah,
2: Brightburn was okay. Will Smith one was great.
0: Yeah, although they uh, they they replaced the director on the sequel, so David Ayers oh. is not going to do the sequel. So, huh? But you know, at this point, yeah, I, whatever. It's Will Smith. We're watching pretty much. I mean, we don't really care. I'm all Will Smith hangs out with orcs.
2: I watch fucking <laughs> Will Will Smith on. Shark Week. I don't even care. Like he can sit there and complain and be scared of sharks, and I'll watch it.
0: He's
1: like, "Do not shit that, shoot that foamy shit at me." So I was watching just a Will Smith tangent right here. I was watching uh, this uh, new Netflix show, Unwell. where basically it's almost like uh, bullshit where they go into a different health fad every episode. And- I hate that shit. There it's- was there was one that was an online doctor show where we're gonna try and
2: diagnose in sixty minutes. You know this mysterious fucking house is what it was trying to be, but reality.
1: No, this yeah, this one was basically uh, it's more just kind of a documentary kind of style, like uh, you're looking into like you know uh, essential oils as the first episode oh. and things like that. So it's interesting for me, uh, kind of seeing that stuff debunked and debated. But one of the episodes is about tantric sex and. <laughs> the person they're interviewing is like bragging about how they help couples, uh, major celebrity couples, stay together, and they kept showing images of Will Smith and his wife. I'm like, this episode has not aged well. No. Instantaneously bad. Yes. You're like,
0: whoops. (laughs) Well, maybe that's why Jada stepped out, was because Will wasn't hitting the tantric, you know?
2: Either that, or she was like, motherfucker, this don't have to last an hour. You can get it done in three to five minutes. I got shit to do. He's used to performing for 90 minutes.
0: (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
2: Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of the point of Tantric is you don't have anything else to do? I guess. I mean, let's just do this.
0: I feel like sex with Will Smith would be tedious because he'd always be narrating it. He'd be like, this is the story all about
1: how. (laughs) And also every time he uh, orgasms, he goes, whoa. (laughs) And and he would say, I'm going to shoot
2: that white shit at you.
1: (laughs) And right when he finishes, he's like, he
0: punches her in the face. (laughs) Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think I'd watch that porn. Anyways, oh, so. <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, uh, where were we? Tron Three. Back to Tron Three. <laughs> so, uh, Umbrella Academy uh, season two. Uh, so, other highlights from the middle episodes, Chris. What do you got?
2: I, you know, I've, I've I've watched it twice and I didn't take notes either time. Okay. Um, okay. I'm Trying to remember. I just I know I love the stuff with Klaus. Um, But I'll tell you what, man, the standout for me in this this season has been Ben. And I think that was intentional. Yeah, I think they yeah. really fleshed out a character that was nowhere in the first season. Um, and they've really made him fun and super likable. Um, he's he is not to make a, a racial comparison, but he is he is the Glenn uh, of Walking Dead. For Umbrella Academy, okay, because he's super nice, super likable, and he's he's sort of dopey. He's the virgin, you know. It's like he's he's the he's the innocence, um, the the voice of um, conscience for Umbrella Academy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I I, I liked that about him because um, they didn't have that. I think they they didn't have a genuinely good character. I mean, I can't think of any of them that that are
0: i think they're all flawed is the point yeah
2: yeah and ben ben his flaw is his innocence yeah um i really like him he's funny as hell the stuff with him and klaus when he starts like possessing klaus is fucking gold
0: i mean we're we're kind of like dipping into nine at this point a couple times
2: i mean but you you see
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah um but uh not getting too far ahead with like the finale stuff right right, but like getting into like the you know Um, Some really good fight sequences, too, like the stuff with the Swedes was uh, uh, fantastic, Um, and especially um, uh, with um, the second Swede brother, when they, uh, when the rumor, uh, right like, you know, and she uh, gives her, shows off her powers for the first time to her husband at, like, uh, a a protest, Um, and then she gets mad. She gets mad because they, basically, they do, like, a counter sit-in in Dallas, uh, and they get the shit beat out of him, and like, like the cop is whooping up on him out in the, and then she rumors him out of it. Um, and after he gets out of jail, thanks to Klaus, by the way, um, yeah. we uh she goes back to the diner and like, like fucks up the dude at the diner with her. And Which you see I how, enjoyed. but you see how evil her power can be as right, well, right? You know, oh, yeah,
1: it's a, the freaking villain of Jessica Jones season one,
0: yeah, a little bit, but I mean, these, yeah. These shows, uh, I and it's what I told Chris, I go, the beauty of this show is it's really just X-Men. Like, this yeah, show is absolutely. X-Men without all the social commentary. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it
2: isn't without the social commentary because her whole thing is the civil rights movement. Right. Her but, whole story is that.
0: But the X-Men itself, like, as a comic book, has always been a, uh, a social... Super- yeah, it's super like preachy without question, and that's fine. I think it, like, it has a purpose, absolutely. But this is not that. It's not like you know, oh, the world hates us because we're mutants and things right, like that. Right, right. Like this is individual. Uh, like you're still telling those types of stories, but through an individual right. lens.
2: Well, and I, I really wonder if that's where the whole Vanya love thing, love story comes in, is because we're trying to tick off a lot of the hot button issues of the time. Uh, the way X Men tried
1: to maybe um, I don't and I don't feel like that. I mean, I think that sh- she's just a loner. She's always been l- seeking agreed. some kind of companionship and a place to belong. Agreed. She a loner, Dottie, a rebel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I, I'm not criticizing it necessarily. I I'm just saying it it comes from out of left field, considering she had a a romance where she fell hard for this other dude. All of a sudden, she's going to decide she's into this. And, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe she just falls hard for whoever will give her attention.
1: And it's, you know, it's, I don't think also, you know, it's not like all of a sudden she's into women. She might have been into women before. We don't know. It's just here's a guy that she connected with and here's a maybe, girl she's connected maybe.
0: with. Maybe. I mean, season three is going to be great when she falls in love with the fish.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, slippery slope she, argument. She, 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 she's going to love a sheep. She is
2: fluid. <laughs> In her, uh, I'm just saying. Why, first off, what, what, what's more fluid than you know, sea life?
0: I Than I, I... <laughs> <laughs> fish man. <laughs> uh, come on, dude. We all saw the the uh, the Sea Monkey movie. Like that was, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why are you gonna hate it? Won an Academy Award. Shape of Water's great.
2: Hey, hey I get it. I get. It. So. I love that we're all getting the Sea Monkey jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to elaborate for us. It's more for the listeners that haven't been there. There you go.
0: Um, look, and of
2: course, by the Sea Monkey, we're talking about creature from the black lagoon this is a callback that's been coming up in case you just now have started joining the podcast
0: all right if you just joined the podcast thank you like we need <laughs> listeners so, so good job all right let's uh let's wrap it up right there for an episode you guys i think this has been uh this has been a lot of fun uh once again uh, i am jared
1: leto in tron 3 i am uh, buying a cgi shark and i <laughs> I am Shia LaBeouf's chest tattoo. (laughs) We hope
0: you guys are having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes nerd life crisis is recorded at the inland blue studios make sure to subscribe to the nerd life crisis at itunes and like us on facebook and follow us on instagram or twitter at nerd life crisis This episode of the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is brought to you by IB Comics. IB Comics, the home of great creator driven stories for people of all ages, including Legba's Juke Joint. The first book of a nine book series is available now and tells the story of American music from the blues to the present. The series examines the values of American society and for what we as people are willing to trade our soul. The book has been called Smart and Clever by Mark Wade of The Flash and Superman and Raw, Honest, and Profoundly Human by Stephen Frank, the creator of Silver and the animator on The Iron Giant. The book is available now at www.ibcomics.com IB Comics, the home of great stories.